Boundaries help prevent relationships from breaking down and for resentment to set in. And resentment is very corrosive to relationships and, if left unchecked, can make the whole thing collapse. So in reality, we set boundaries so that our relationships can thrive. We set boundaries because we care. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Comfort Zone, the podcast that redefines personal and professional development, guiding you through change the easy way so that you can live your best life. And my name is Adam Kowalik. Do you often feel taken advantage of by others? Does it feel like you often need to save others or solve other people's problems? Do you feel like you often need to defend or explain yourself, your choices or your actions? If you feel like it's a yes to any of the just-mentioned questions, then perhaps you are in need of setting some boundaries. I was just hosting a workshop for a group of extraordinary people who are very much committed to and dedicated to achieving a personal transformation and a typical thing that seems to be preventing them from reaching their goal is the interference of others. It's that people close to them are in some way invading their space or forcing them to make compromises at the expense of their dreams and desires. In my episode about how compromises simply aren't worth it in relationships, I talked more in depth about what to be mindful about when presented with the option to make compromises. Today though, we're talking about healthy boundaries. I will help you get clear on some of the boundaries you need to establish in different life areas and I will also give you a fresh perspective on what boundaries really are about. What is it that makes boundaries so hard to put down? And how come other people are able to get in the way of our goals? Well, the one thing that will complicate all relationships is when you mix up who's responsible for what. When you take on what is someone else's responsibility, you're setting yourself up for suffering. Since it's someone else's responsibility, there will be things that you just can't do for them. It's like if the other person went out to dinner having a three-course meal without you, but then calling you up, making you pay the cheque. When you have no say about their choices or actions, then you shouldn't be responsible for their consequences. Alfred Adler, the founder of Individual Psychology, called this one of the most important work that we can do, and he called it the separation of tasks. And it aims to untangle interpersonal relationships. For this conversation's sake, I will share the example of you wanting to achieve a certain goal which someone close to you is getting in the way of. So you want to attend a yoga retreat in a neighboring state or country, so you'll be required to travel. This is something that you wanted to do for a long time and now a person close to you is disliking this idea. So they are telling you that you shouldn't go. Being a caring person that you are, 
you're starting to feel guilty and are beginning to doubt if it is such a good idea after all. If this is just about feeling bad because they don't want you to go, but you really want to go, and you're now considering to stay home only to avoid upsetting them, then you've taken on their responsibility. What someone feels or prefers is their prerogative. It doesn't make it more or less right in comparison to what you feel or prefer. But when you consider and end up doing what they wanted at the expense of what you wanted, then you're not really living life on your terms, but rather on their terms. I've confessed before that I am what I refer to as a recovering people pleaser, and I've done my fair share of compromises at the expense of my own needs. Living to please others is a great way to live a life that is not your own, and it is a recipe for depression, only always. As the late Marshall Rosenberg, the founder of Nonviolent Communication, said, Depression is what you get for being a good boy or good girl. Of course we don't want to hurt people, not on purpose. And at the same time, what they feel or don't feel is actually not our responsibility. We can spend all our lives trying to make someone happy and they might still not be happy. Then how is that your job when you're the one in charge of that? When you carry their responsibilities, you're also part of the problem. You're not giving them a reason to claim their responsibility since you're there ready and willing to accept what is theirs to accept. And this is making them less effective and possibly more likely to miss out on opportunities for growth and improvements. How you get to tell the difference between who's responsible for something is to ask who is the receiver of the final outcome. Whoever that is, that's the person responsible. And simply put, if you're not the receiver of the final outcome, then you're not responsible for their thoughts, feelings or actions. If you care about the other person, invite them to be responsible for their own stuff. A great way to do this is for you yourself to start taking responsibility for what is yours. This leads the way and gives permission to others to do the same. Without having defined boundaries, it's hard to put them in place. A common misconception is that boundaries keep things separate and that when we implement them, we risk damaging or hurting our relationships. Well, actually, the opposite is more true. Boundaries help prevent relationships from breaking down and for resentment to set in. And resentment is very corrosive to relationships and, if left unchecked, can make the whole thing collapse. So in reality, we set boundaries so that our relationships can thrive. We set boundaries because we care. Where in your life do you feel like you're having to compromise at the expense of your goals or dreams? Areas to consider can be friends, family or romantic relationships. Imagine a life where you are no longer able to do the thing you wanted to do. What would you do next? What would you miss? What would you not miss if you no longer could do that thing? What would feel exciting about this new reality? And what would feel sad? Ask yourself, of all the things you now listed or thought of, what could you not live without? 
And of all the things you wouldn't miss, which ones aren't you willing to go back to? Having gone through this thought process, you might have arrived at some boundaries that you feel ready to put in place in connection with the goal or dream that you had in mind. Now, you might think, but Adam, aren't you supposed to make compromises and certain sacrifices for the ones you care about? As I mentioned in my episode about compromise, when you do something because you feel guilty or obligated, then it's worth reconsidering. Acting out of guilt or because you feel you have to is seldom fertile ground for healthy and lasting relationships. There's a difference between doing something for someone out of guilt or doing something for someone where you simply don't mind or don't even have a preference. Ask yourself, if I stopped doing this or didn't do this, how would it affect the relationship? If you're afraid of how it would affect the relationship, then you are making a compromise at your expense, and it might be worth re-examining. And here's the real truth about boundaries, my truth, and what I've come to see about them. There's often a misunderstanding around setting boundaries. You might think that, since you've defined them and laid them down, that they should now be honoured. If someone can't honour your boundaries, then they are being disrespectful or simply aren't valuing you, right? Perhaps. And more often than not, this is not what's going on. They're simply too busy doing their own thing to also be taking responsibility for your needs too. Remember what I said about whose responsibility it is and who's faced with a final outcome. Boundaries are really there for us. When we set boundaries, they are really there for us to know where they are and we can then communicate them. But they don't automatically make people follow them. Boundaries are for you to follow, to uphold and honour. If a boundary is dependent on someone else doing something, then you've just given away the power to your well-being. When someone else is supposed to do something for you in order for things to be good, then you're in their hands and you've outsourced what is your responsibility. Boundaries is what you set for yourself. They're set so that you know where the line is and when it gets crossed. And if the line gets crossed, then there are consequences. Maybe you will express your opinion in a firm but respectful way. Maybe you will end the relationship. A boundary exists so that you know when it's time for what. And it is your responsibility to exercise the consequences. It is you who should respect your boundaries and be responsible for when and if they aren't being met by acting accordingly. Don't put that on them, on someone else. Because if you do, you are confusing whose responsibility it is. And when that happens, all relationships become much more complicated than they need to be. Your boundaries are your boundaries. They are your right. And it is your responsibility to enforce the consequences. Therefore, it's important that you define your boundaries and what you're willing to do if they are not honoured, which will most likely happen at some point. In its simplicity, get clear on what you need in the moment to make things okay again. 
request it from the other person and then allow them to own their experience in what happens from that. And you own your part that if they aren't willing or able to meet your request, then you take responsibility for what comes next. This is how you navigate boundaries. Where in your life are you in need to set boundaries that you yourself need to be aware of and make sure to honor so that you can have healthier and stronger relationships? Thanks for listening to Inside the Comfort Zone with me, Adam Kowalik, and I'll be back next week with another regular episode. If you like the show, please follow and rate it on Spotify. And if you have a friend who you think should hear what we spoke about today, please share it with them. The best way to get the episode as soon as possible is to subscribe to Inside the Comfort Zone via Spotify or whatever podcast app you like to use. Check out some of the previous episodes by visiting insidethecomfort.zone. Inside the Comfort Zone was brought to you by Adam Kowalik, life coach, speaker and author on a mission to redefine personal and professional development. Thank you for being you and please keep it up. Talk more soon.